Hello friends, it's your host, I can't add early. I hope you are all staying safe, sanitized, and as careful as possible in these times. I hope your families, your friends, and your loved ones are doing safe and are being safe and are, are healthy at this point in time. At this time, your team at Pod Save Africa has been working to chronicle stories of how Africans have been dealing with the pandemic, um, how it has affected their lives, and how it's changed their mindset. In these series, we will see stories from just the difficult realities of the pandemic at this time and how it's difficult for different people and and stories of hope, too, and how people's mindsets and situations have changed as a result of this pandemic, for better or sometimes for worse. We thank you for listening in and staying committed listeners to us over the years, and we hope you're all doing extremely well during this time. Today, I get to sit down with Toluasha. And she speaks to me about how the pandemic has affected her life and how it's changed her mindset and giving her new routes into more creative work. I really enjoyed having this conversation, and I think you will too. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to Pod Save Africa. 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 Welcome. Introduce yourself to the tell my listeners who you are. Okay, um, my name is Tolu Washa Oladakwa. Giving it to you, real Yoruba star right there. Um, and <laughs> I, you know, typically would um, define myself by my job, but you know, based on recent tales of COVID nineteen, I'm learning to define myself by who I am and not necessarily a position or title or a relationship. Um, so I just like to call myself a storyteller. Okay. Um, and that can be molded in so many ways, so many positions and so many relationships. So more recently, um, I was an account manager um, at an influencer marketing company. Uh, as many people know, influencer marketing is on the rise and I was super excited to be a part of that initiative. So I pretty much partnered brands with relevant clients and like saw saw influencer marketing campaigns from beginning to end and handled uh, reporting. Hmm. Um, so why I now call myself a storyteller rather than just saying like, this is my job position is because, you know, recent events and financial crisis and things of that sort, um, you know, I was let go, um, recently and, um, definitely an unfortunate incident, but I was able to see the light at the end of the tunnel in that case. Um, you know, number one, (laughs) millions and millions of people around the world have been let go. So I don't feel like alone in this case. And, um, just a reminder that business is business and I did kind of see it coming in a way. Um, But also I was kind of able to see the sunshine in the story in the sense that I've now been able to focus on my personal goals and personal projects that I've been putting off for a long time. Um, But well, we can get into that later, but yeah. 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 (laughs) 
how I define myself, sorry, is a, is a storyteller. Um, if you'd like to hear more about the stories, please also follow me at toluwashed.o. That is my Instagram handle where I share a lot of short comedic and motivational stories. Awesome. Now we're going to put that in the show notes as well so that the listeners can definitely find you. Um, so you, you mentioned that you kind of saw it coming as far as um, all the stuff happening with COVID-19 and the whole world pretty much shutting down, millions losing um, jobs. What do you mean by that and, and how, like, how did that make you feel? Just like give us a play-by-play. Yeah, so initially when this started, I didn't think it was, you know, that serious. Um, but then, you know, we started hearing rumors that there's a recession coming on. And uh, essentially, you know, it's the non-essential industries that will survive, quote unquote, that or the essential, sorry, the essential industries that will survive. So obviously, nurses, doctors, you know, they're they're good. But, you know, thinking more about like my position um, and my role, it's, it's marketing, right? And marketing is super duper important. Don't get me wrong. But when it's coming to life or death, people <laughs> might not necessarily be thinking about influencer marketing um specifically the role of influencer marketing not to say you don't need marketing in day-to-day even when the governor is giving out information like that is a form of marketing but the specific job that i was doing i could see a lot of brands wouldn't necessarily prioritize that so Mm -hmm. essentially what was happening little by little is that brands were canceling their budgets um and or they were postponing the budgets right and um it was a startup that i was working working at and we didn't have like um investors everything was pretty much done by the amount of money that was coming in monthly and annually so if no money is coming in it didn't take rocket science for me to realize there's going to be a certain point where they cannot pay people's salary too briefly uh sorry listeners um zoom i find that like all (laughs) all the services like are now having more difficulty running smoothly for a conference, digital conference calls. And yeah, so this has happened on a few of my interviews lately. So um, please, please, please continue. You were talking about where, um, you know, that, that, you know, client brand budgets start to dry up and you kind of saw the writing on the wall where your, your company essentially runs on, um, it, right. as most companies should, on the money they make. Right. And, and uh, yeah, please continue. Right. Um, so, so, so yeah, like, you know, little by little, I saw that some, some brands were canceling their budgets altogether, Mm -hmm. um, or they wanted to postpone their budgets until further notice. One of the reasons is obviously financial. They, they don't want to, they, they need to keep their businesses afloat just as we want to keep ours afloat. Mm -hmm. So they would rather put their money in places that they think are more of a priority right now. So that's why they like to want to transfer those budgets. Um, Mm -hmm. but also they, people want to make, remain culturally sensitive and aware so people weren't really sure like what is the future of influencer marketing right now is it okay for me to be uh, marketing a pair of jeans when you know there's mass death going on around the world like how are we going to move forward so a lot of people just felt more comfortable with pausing or canceling altogether and seeing you know when the coast is clear how they're going to move forward marketing because right now it's kind of murky waters nobody knows exactly what to do yeah yeah Awesome. So I want to thank you for sharing that. Um, now, moving kind of forward, uh, you know, you, you get let go, um, which is a nightmare situation for, you know, just about anybody, um, especially on top of the additional, like the world is so volatile right now, where it's like, it's not like you got let go and everything was all right. And you could just go get another job somewhere. What was your, your thought process? Are right, like, what, what next? And how did you decide to focus more on your own personal projects? 
Um, yeah, so luckily for me, I, I live at home. So I didn't have, you know, I, I consider that a privilege in a sense, because I didn't have that added stress or pressure of like, oh, my goodness, how am I going to pay rent? Okay. Um, and by home, my, you mean with your family? Yes. Okay. okay. And that is that is a stress that, you know, I've had friends and coworkers that that's, a, you know, very can drive you in very anxiety driving. Like I, I literally have bills. I need to pay rent. I need to, how am I going to, you know, make the next meal, things of that sort. So I, I know I have the support of my family, but obviously in my career trajectory and my plans, like this, this is not in my plan. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, but I also, you know, one thing about America, obviously there's America is not a perfect country, but it's a system that works in many ways. So what do I mean by that? There is, you know, why do we pay taxes so that we can be supported in moments like this? Um, yeah. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. So there is unemployment. Um, you know, thankfully the stimulus package also added an, an additional uh, compensation for people um, in this period. So, you know, doing my research, um, you know, I was able to, to get that support that I needed. Um, it's not a, it's not an easy process by any means just because there's millions and millions of people applying right now. But yeah. um, I was able to even put together a guide for friends or anyone who needed it um, so that they can know what is the best way to apply. Oh, and just cool. even inform people that this is an option, this is a possibility because there's so many people who don't even know about the resources that are available to citizens, taxpaying citizens, any one period in this country. And I, I just, I'm happy to share that. Awesome. Awesome. So now talk to me about like, okay, um, you've now decided that, all right, I'm going to focus on myself. I, I have more time on my hands, things I've been pushing off. Um, one, share with us what your type of branding, marketing, media, uh, content looks like and um, why you felt it was important to focus on that at the time. Definitely. Um, so there's two sides to me. Um, I was actually just reading like uh instagram post about this other day like there's two different there's a creative and then there's a marketer so then sometimes people mix up those things as a like for example beyonce is a creative but the reason why she's so great is not only because of her talent it's because she has a great team backing her who knows how to how to market her um, that's why you can be super talented but not be successful because you don't have the two and if you're not both you need to get you need to get someone to support you so you can have that in your team some people are blessed to be both. I'm trying to be both. What do, what do I mean by that is in my personal life, I consider myself a creative. Um, so I like to speak. Um, I used to act. I like to do public speaking. And, and, and just naturally, I love to tell stories. Um, people think I'm funny. I don't, I don't purposely try to be funny, but it's the way I come off sometimes. It has this kind of like comedic relief. So more recently, I want to capitalize on that uh make money from that and gain an audience from that so i'm trying to slowly but surely build my brand um and literally literally just something so simple is that i was, I was my goal was to release like weekly um story times where i'm just telling like funny or motivational stories about things that happen to me because i live a very like interesting life i don't know if it's in naturally interesting or if i just make it sound interesting okay. but I live an interesting life. So before I was paying somebody to take this video content of me, but now it's like, wait, so we have more free time. Nobody can come to your house anyway. Why don't you just learn how to do it yourself? Okay. So I was able okay. to learn how to do it myself, teach myself how to edit videos. And now I just save myself so much time and money from doing that myself. So that's the creative side of me, which I'm you know, still working on. And then um, the marketing side of me is like what I do in my professional career. And my long-term goal is actually to start, I'm putting it out into the universe now, is <laughs> to start a, uh, my own influencer marketing company based in 
America and West Africa. Okay. Um, you know, specifically when I'm talking about like, let's say Nigeria and Ghana, the infrastructure for influencer marketing is not necessarily there right now. Okay. What we know is influencer marketing in America is what I consider um, you know, people who are well, who are who have done a lot of research in their different fields, whether it be like makeup, have experience in that, are are seen as resources in the community because they know what they're talking about. Whereas I feel like in West Africa more, it's just kind of like celebrities, and the product placement doesn't always align well, in my opinion. So I want to be a part of that, you know, initiative building that infrastructure and giving opportunities for real influencers to be financially independent. Um, so those are kind of the two sides of me that I'm working on right now. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. That's really fascinating. Can we like, if you don't mind us digging into uh, what it looks, what your, your, your future uh, soon to be accomplished goal of building uh, an influencer mat marketing, uh, would that be kind of like a firm that connects brands, almost like the one you work for that connects brands to influencers or is it more of like, Hey, I want to cultivate, cultivate people with the expertise and the knowledge or the skills so that, you know, they brand themselves very well and we support them. What does that look like, basically? Yeah, definitely. Um, it would be similar to the company that I worked for in the sense that my, my focus would be on brands, but by focusing on brands, I am essentially helping influencers because by, um, by pretty much telling, telling brands and encouraging brands to invest influencer marketing dollars in West Africa, it would only provide more money for influencers to tap into. Um, but then there would be a, an arm of it where I want to train influencers on pretty much bring influencers from the ground up. So it's not necessarily only celebrities that I want to work with, but like actually people who are talented, who okay. like tech okay. influencers, fashion influencers, and show them like, this is how you can go viral. Like, this is how, you know, you can get more, you can get more engagement and things of that sort, but it's not going to be an easy, it's not going to be easy by any means. Um, one of the one of the issues is that you know a lot of co companies might be hesitant to invest in influencer marketing dollars in West in West Africa because it's like how many people can actually afford these kind of products, right? So mm, yeah. So for, for example, um, I was talking to uh, one of my lovely influencer marketing friends in in Nigeria. Her name is Antoleki, and she was on Big Brother Nigeria. And I was just trying to like get get. I do a lot of consultations recently where I just want to get information about what's going on on ground. And I, I literally asked her like, can you give me like two tech influencers in Nigeria? And it was like a struggle for her to like give me two. And you know what I realized is like why there isn't that many well known tech influencers is because the general population cannot even can't afford the latest phone, can't afford the latest gadget. Yeah. So. So it, it, it all connects at the end of the day, right? So it's like we, Africa, West Africa needs to be better in general for, from this initiative I'm doing to thrive, but you know, I will do what I can on my end. And what that looks like, realistic steps, is our brands that are already thriving in Nigeria, you know, those are the ones that I should be appealing to and explaining to them like why they should invest in the influencer marketing industry. So like some of them are like consumer packaged goods, um, alcohol brands. Yeah, things of that sort. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's always been like for especially entrepreneurship of any sort in on in you know, Nigeria, many West African countries, the, the middle class slash upper middle class slash upper class, um, in terms of money or or fiscal terms, is not so large, where mm -hmm. you have a huge market for anything. But um, you never know. I mean, and then you know our middle class, barring COVID nineteen. They're supposed to be growing significantly over the next five, six years. So 
Um, just mm. my personal opinion, I think what you're doing is extremely well placed and, and well timed. Um, <laughs> awesome. So, so now, like, what, what, what is your, you know, Tolu wakes up in the morning, you know, you're at home, you don't have to go to work or log into WebEx or Cisco or whatever to, to go on a conference call with people from work. What does your day look like and what habits have you cultivated so you structure yourself so you can like deliver and put out content? Asking, asking for, for, uh, for the listeners and also for myself. Yeah, so what I would encourage and what I've been doing is uh, to do a form of exercise wow. every day. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. It's, I'll tell you why I'm actually so passionate about this now. Okay. Um, you know, I have personal like fitness goals, um, but outside of that, I even said to myself recently, like, you know, Tolu, if you've never even lost weight from these workouts that you're doing, you should continue doing them because I've seen such a transformation from them mentally so um in the beginning of the year i signed up for a fitness boot camp by my house and um this was you know before covid so i still had to go into the office so pretty much in order to get to the boot camp in time so i could make it to the office in time i had to wake up at 5 30 every morning that might not be a big deal to some people exactly (laughs) that is major Yeah, I used to think like I used to like just I'd be like I'd be like God is not awake at that time. Like that is just not a godly hour. Like why, why, why? And some way somehow I was able to get up in the morning and go like six days a week to this class. And there were days where I literally had to get on Instagram and tell my my you know followers like guys I really don't want to go, but I'm gonna go. Please hold me accountable. But long story short, after doing that for so long and even continuing it now, I don't have to wake up at 5:30 anymore to do that. But still working out pretty much every day. It has it has really given me a sense of discipline to prove to myself that it's mind over matter, that I'm like the master over my flesh, and that my emotions cannot control me. It, it might <laughs> it might sound dramatic, but it. it it really does something for you mentally when you literally don't feel like getting up you don't feel like moving your body but you get up and go anyway you're literally training your mind and i feel like there's certain certain let's say like mental battles or things that i used to deal with in the past that i don't deal with anymore and i think i can attribute it to that because i have just trained myself like i am in control i am in control i am in control it's not about my how i feel it's not about being motivated because i feel like motivation is like a fleeting luxury i'm going to call it because it's it's there now but it might not be here tomorrow it's that discipline that discipline that i need so i feel like any any point in my life when i might be going through something i don't feel like going going i don't feel like challenging myself i could always remember like yo to remember when i used to wake up at 5 a.m to go to the gym like you can do this you can do this so that is one aspect that I would recommend. It doesn't have to be working out, but something to do every day that you know that you're not always going to be in the mood to do, whether it's like reading your Bible, whether it's praying, whether it's reading a motivational book, whether it's even like spreading your bed, like something that you have to do every single day. And it, it, it's a good challenge mentally, I think. Okay. All right. So after, you know, we go around two miles, what, what next? Yes. <laughs> um, so recently I've been trying to, I've signed up for a few um, courses. So it could be like through like uh, Udemy, where it'd be like social media marketing courses, public speaking courses. Um, and then also I have been just like signing up for a lot of uh, free and not free consultations from for like brand strategists. Uh-huh. Um, on 
So a lot of people are giving up their time right now just to like chat with different people. Particularly, I've been chatting with a lot of people in Nigeria because I want to, uh, it's obviously great to get brand strategy help from anyone, but I want to get it specifically specifically from the people that are on ground with where I want to succeed long-term. So like, what is it like there? You know, tell me what it's like to succeed in a business in Nigeria. If I talk to someone in America, they're going to be telling me based off of the privileges and luxuries <laughs> that we have here. They're not necessarily, right. They're not necessarily the same. So I've been uh, doing that a lot. It could even be like, if I see someone who, is running a business similar to what I want to run in the future. I could even just DM them like, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. This is my background. Do you have time to chat? And you'd be surprised that, you know, a lot of people will respond. So I've been setting up um, a lot of meetings, doing a lot of courses, um, working out, um, creating my content. And yeah, that's pretty much what a typical day looks like. Excellent. Excellent. You are on it. And hopefully, uh, all right, I'm going to try and, and work on it. <laughs> I'm not going to say every day every other day um the, yeah. The first, yeah for me personally my thing used to be the gym right so i would like force myself to go to the gym and i knew i was paying 35 dollars a month and me i'm very cheap so 35 dollars a month i would divide it by the number of times i go and in my mind i'm like i need this to be under three dollars a visit for it to be reasonable <laughs> so I, that's how i used to motivate myself but now no gym they're not making me pay and my home and my sister and my wife have been God sends because without them, boy, I'd be looking circum. I would have a circum. Really? Yeah, it, it would be it would be tough. Um, but but yes, thank you for sharing um, kind of how you go about your day. Um, definitely, I think I think I'm gonna name this episode "I'm in Control" or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, I, I, I love it very much. Um, so now let's talk about your content. Share it. Talk to us. Let us know what you what type of content you put out. If you don't mind sharing a recent um, piece of content you've you've put out and um, something that we can tie to you, so that my listeners can be like, "Oh, she talked about this on her on her on her Instagram page. I'm going to go follow listen." Definitely. Okay. I could, let me, there's like two different, two different kinds of like segments that I've been doing. So okay. um, I did doing, doing like Instagram lives recently with like people that I think are interesting. So I want, one thing I consider a privilege is like, I just feel like God like lets me meet so many interesting people. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like I get to connect with so many interesting people and this might just be a perspective. Like other people might not consider them interesting, but maybe because I naturally have that fascination with humanity like I just draw out information from people sometimes so uh one example is I have a friend we were acquaintances but now we're friends and we were just talking through dm natural conversation long story short I I ended up hearing about her childhood and how her uncle pretty much um like killed her mother and two brother um when yes when she was 13 and this conversation happened so randomly. And I was just like, you know what? You, we, she felt comfortable talking about it. And I was like, we need to share this with the world. We need to, because if you meet her, you would have never known. She is like the most bubbly, positive person you've ever met. And I'm like, you are a living testimony. Like I'm encouraged listening to you and I want to encourage other people. So I did an Instagram live with her and she shared her journey. So that's like a typical kind of live I'll do. It's not always, you know, as as major of a story um but those are if i meet someone naturally and like they just share an interesting story with me i'm like yo let's get on live and if you're comfortable and like let's talk about this so that's 
one that I'll do. Um, and then, and then another lab that I did actually interesting was my, one of my old classmates. Um, I didn't know she was like, she lived in China for the past few years. I had no clue. We're not, we're, <laughs> weren't that close anymore. But one day she was posting about how she's doing in China in the midst of, you know, COVID and stuff. And I was like, wait, you moved to China? She's like, yeah, I've been here for three years. Long story short, she moved to China and got married, met the love of her life. And it's just so crazy. I'm like, wait, maybe the love of my life is in China. Like you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. Like, so I had her on the live, on a live show as well. Okay. Um, yeah. And then when it comes to my story times, um, I'm starting off more with like comedy because that's kind of like what draws people in at first. Okay. Um, but I feel like once I have a decent following, um, I'll start adding in like more serious topics and uh, motivational videos. Um, so some comedy just has to do with like travels, travel stories. Like one time I basically got, I don't know how, but a plane to like wait for me. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Was this a commercial airline or one of your many? Oh, uh, I don't even remember the airline. I was in Atlanta, which is like the biggest airline yeah. airport in the, in the country. Um, so long story short, I got my friend to hold down the plane for me. If you want to hear more, you're going to have to <laughs> watch the video. Oh, curious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please watch the video. Um, Another one is like when I was doing, my friends were doing my makeup for me and my friend is like about at least four to five shades darker than me. And I didn't see the makeup until like it was literally time to go, I looked in the mirror and I just looked like two completely different people. Okay. Um, and I have, the best part is I have, I take so many stories and I, you know, never knew the purpose of it. I just started like taking stories, but now I'm able to like input those old stories and videos into my story times and it just makes mm. it more real. Like you feel like you're there because I actually have footage of it. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Well, th thank you. Um, now, I guess just kind of reflecting back and not that we're through the woods yet or that, you know, the whole COVID-19 situation is done and everything is fine now. We can all go outside and, 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 right. and have fun. But kind of just looking back on, you know, the last month or two, um, some lessons you've learned, anything particular, any one thing you want to highlight, they say, hey, you know, going through a difficult situation here is how you overcome yeah um it's, it's gonna sound funny as I, the whole the whole theme was like you know where i'm in control i'm in control um but sometimes you there's just things that you we just never be able to predict a future huh. like huh. i you, like you literally do not know what tomorrow holds and like there's a there's a quote that's funny it says um you want to make god laugh tell him your plans like <laughs> I personally had so much in store for this year, exactly what I was going to do, exactly how I was going to do it. And now it's just like we are forced to pause. Um, and it's definitely not an ideal situation for anyone. But if you could just try to use this opportunity to like sit back and reflect on like your life and how you'd like to proceed moving forward and how you'd like to change afterwards. But it's kind of like we're just all not sure you know whatever whatever faith anyone belongs to but we're all just trying to do our best but you don't know again like what the future holds so just live sounds it might sound like cliche but like live every day like like it's your last because like life is literally not promised yeah yeah it isn't it isn't it isn't and we hope that you know all the communities around the world are staying safe and, and sanitized yeah. Pray for healing for those who are who are unwell at this time due to COVID nineteen and and anything else because 
Um, that's a, I think that's a wild part about all this. Like people are still having heart attacks. People are still sick. People are still getting like everything else is happening. Now you have this major thing on top right. of all that. Um, right. though we hope everyone is staying safe and, um, Tolu, uh, any exciting things about the future, anything that I haven't covered that you want to share with us? Um, sure. Well, something super cute. I'm actually attending a Zoom wedding this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> a Zoom wedding. Okay. Are you going to do a story time about that one? Because we, we, that, that, yes, that's the, please look out for content. Okay. <laughs> you know, what? me and my friends decided we're going to get dressed up. I'm going to put on makeup. I'm going to put on lashes. I'm putting on a dress. There you go. I'm, I'm doing it all. I'm doing it all. I, so this is actually going to be my second Zoom wedding. I, I witnessed one last week. Okay. Um, actually so beautiful so maybe another thing i'd like people to walk away with is that you know love is all that matters because i was probably more emotional watching that zoom wedding that i was streaming on youtube than like some actual weddings i've been at because the couple was like dancing in their living room and they had a wedding cake that they made by themselves and it was so simple but in that simplicity all that shine and all that I was focusing on was love. Like, not how elegant the dress was, not who else was in the room, not the music that was playing. I'm just like, wow, this couple is able to give their vows so emotionally, so with so much intent, in, in spite of all that's going wrong with the world, like, we're gonna be okay. Like, I am gonna be fine. Um, so that really encouraged me. So yeah, gonna do that again this weekend. Excellent, well, I'm pumped for that. I'm sure listeners are too. Uh, unfortunately, actually, this episode will come out after the wedding, so okay. the story time should be dropped by then. I'm, I'm hoping, um, and yeah, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, I personally will be on there. Um, we'll watch and see, we'll see what that looks like. But so I, I truly, I appreciate you coming on to do this. Um, I think, you know, the reality of what people's lives look like, specifically what they're doing about their situation, is one thing that has always appealed to me greatly. Um, and I appreciate you for coming to share that on the podcast. Um, one more time for my listeners so they know where they can find you. Yes, please follow me at T, T as in talk, O, L as in love, U, W, A, S, E dot O. That's Instagram. So that's toluwasha.o. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for coming on.